Welcome into Fantasy Focus Football. Today's show is presented by Geico. In case you listened last week, I said to my good friend Liz Loza, you know what? Why don't we get rid of everybody else and just do a two-person show? And that's exactly what we're doing here again this week. Liz and I hanging out. Liz, it's so good to be able to see you on another wonderful Thursday. How you been, girl? I have been great. We have got this cross-country cozy vibe going, and I dig it. I am into it. It is only three days until the biggest Rihanna show of the year, which is what we are all most excited about. Am I right? (laughs) I would say we're pretty excited. I've heard some rumors about a special guest, too, which is not too shabby. But I'm mostly excited to see Mama Riri Mm -hmm. bringing it after having her little bundle of joy. So there's a lot to be excited about with this matchup. A lot to be excited about here. Most importantly, though, Liz, is just really excited to be able to see you. There's there's a lot, obviously, every single week that we go through to be able to make sure that we can have a show to be able to put out. And I love being able to do the show with you. So excited to jump into a bunch of things. We are talking AJ Green's retirement. We're going to talk some Super Bowl props. We're going to dive into just a few things just all around the Super Bowl in general uh, that we want to be able to talk about. First and foremost, though, Liz, what have you been doing in your off-season time, I have been consuming a ton of The Last of Us on HBO Max because it has been a fantastic show. I'm saving episodes four and five until Friday so that I can watch them to catch up. But what have you been doing? What have you been doing? Excuse me. Well, while you are binging The Last of Us, which I am in full support of, however, like maybe a little bit more jaded about humanity than you and so yeah. therefore don't need to uh, <laughs> you don't want to pop have any of those down. thoughts reinforced. <laughs> Uh, right. I've been uh, binging Ginny and Georgia. That's a little bit more oh, my speed. Um, so good. But yeah, it's it's great. I know you said Rosie was watching it too. What else? Prepping for the upcoming F1 season. Mm. Our own David Presley produces a fantastic Formula One podcast called Unlapped for yes, ESPN. So I've been catching up in that. And of course, you know, just prognosticating, looking at some props, maybe going on some hikes because it's sunny here and I can do that. Wow. See, that's what we are missing here in the Northeast. I will take it, though. I want to vicariously live through the hikes that you're taking right now down there, Liz. That would be fantastic. All right. Speaking of the Southwest, speaking of areas where you can get a little bit of sun, let's talk about where A.J. Green recently was. A.J. Green now retiring recently with the Cardinals. But you and I both know when we think about A.J. Green, prime A.J. Green You and I think about the Cincinnati Bengals and that A.J. Green kid who was drafted in 2011, the fourth overall pick. He has played for only two football teams, the Bengals and the Cardinals. Now he decides to go ahead and officially put a bow on his career with a retirement. Liz, when you think back on A.J. Green, what is it that you think of from a fantasy perspective? Well, when I think A.J. Green, I immediately think best jump ball specialist in the league. Mm. Incredible. I mean, the man had a top 12 contested catch rate even in 2018. Remember, that was the year where the toe issue surfaced, held him to like nine games, and then shortly thereafter, all of those lower body ailments kind of derailed the end portion of his career. But I just think what an amazing producer he was. Rookie year, top 15 fantasy producer. And then I believe in his following two years, a top five fantasy producer. He was absolutely dominant with six of his first seven years of his career, clearing a thousand yards. I just think, honestly, it's like, you know, they say all in the timing. And it is such a bummer that his first, his last year, rather, 
in Cincinnati was Joe Burrow's first year, mm-hmm. and he wasn't able to be blessed with a franchise quarterback of Burrow's stature, especially yeah. at such a like, you know, you know, a franchise that had really been through it for a long time, and then they get this gift in AJ Green, who had been such a contributor, such a star, such a such a, a member of that community, like such a high profile member of the Cincinnati community to not be able to enjoy the fruits that are, they are now enjoying now is, is, is kind of a bummer. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And AJ Green, I feel like his career was sort of, not to be negative, but it was like very much two different halves, right? That first half of his career, he was just dominant. You know, 2011 through 2015, 2016, he was wide receiver five in total points from 2011 to 2015, only behind Calvin Johnson, Antonio Brown, Brandon Marshall, and Demarius Thomas. Like the dude is one of those guys like you talked about. I think it's been a while since we have seen the same fantasy relevance from AJ Green when we think back to like the NFL or, uh, you know, better dominant days that he has had. Um, It's been a minute, unfortunately. I think the time that he's had here in Arizona is not what, excuse me, not what I want to think of and how I want to remember AJ Green because his time with the Cincinnati Bengals is where he was a monster. His big game. I want to throw this out there. Best game of AJ Green's career. Week three, 2015 at the Baltimore Ravens. He had 10 catches on 13 targets, one of 10 career games with 10 or more catches, 227 yards and two touchdowns for 44.7 fantasy points. I promise you that brought home some W's for fantasy managers that day. So AJ Green, for everything that you have done for everybody in the fantasy landscape, we just want to say thank you. I hope you enjoy your retirement. You deserve it. Congratulations on everything that you have earned and Go live your life, man. Be happy. Be blessed. Do all the good things that you want to do. You've earned it, buddy. Liz, anything else you want to add before we move on from what was an awesome career from AJ Green? No, I think you summed it all up perfectly. Enjoy your life. And I hear, you know, there's some good golf courses in Arizona that he can probably enjoy. Hey, now, I'm sure he will do just fine if that's where he wants to stay. All right. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. This is what everyone's looking at right now. Obviously, coming up on Sunday, 6.30 p.m. on Sunday. Where are you going to watch the Super Bowl is? This is, I think, the first question. we got a couple questions. We're going to lead into some props that we're going to talk about. But I want to ask you some actual Super Bowl-specific questions. Where are you, Liz Loza, watching the game at your house, at a friend's house? Do you go to a sports bar? How do you do this? For the first time in a long time, if I'm being totally honest... I'm not going, so I will be watching it on my sofa. And nobody is happier, by the way, that I am not going to the Super Bowl. I'm not thrilled about it. But my husband is so happy to like have me home to help. He doesn't have to hire a babysitter. He doesn't have to wrangle the kids. He's like, I get my wife home. to Because, you know, the thing about, Rosie knows this, like mm. the thing about having a career in sports is that if your partner's a giant sports fan, as mine is, um, on Sundays, it's no longer watching on the sofa. He's now taking kids to birthday parties, baseball practices, dance recitals, etc. while I am working. So he is very excited. The man has gone full tilt. Uh, he's bought all of the ribs at the local grocery store oh, to be smoking. Good for him. Some wings for me. He's got, I mean, if I, like, he went and got so many bags of Doritos a week ago. He's so excited. He's been, like, (laughs) buying snacks every day, sending me texts about, like, do you think I should make this dip? I I was thinking about this, and I was like, man, your whole, this is it for you. He is just thrilled to have me home, to be able to host a party, and to have other people coming into the house so that the kids will be occupied. He's setting up the switch for the little kids. 
in, or not the little kids, for the medium age kids. I was going to say, I will um, be so over there too, just so occupied. you know. I'm, I'm going to switch. When it comes to some of the commercials, I'm going to come over to the Switch side of the party and I'm just going to play video games for a little bit. <laughs> Dude, that sounds awesome. That's exactly what you're looking for. Rather than having to say, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. It's like he's out there being proactive saying, hey, should I make this dip? Should I do these things? This is where... This is where Thrilled. being able to, yeah, have somebody to be able to help in your life like that. I'm doing a show right up until the Super Bowl, but we're having a few people over. And of course, Rosie, because she's just incredible, is getting a whole bunch of stuff around. So we are uh, we're doing the same thing. But make sure that you check that out. Tailgate going before the show. Me, Scooby and Fitz. A full hour. Usually tailgate is only 30 minutes. We're going to do a full hour of tailgate. So come check it out for a second screen experience right before the Super Bowl to hang out with us. Uh, you already mentioned ribs and you mentioned wings and you mentioned Doritos, Liz. First off, I just, I want to come to your party. I want to say that right now. I think we're getting barbecue. I think barbecue is a great spot to be, you know, pizza is always an easy one to be able to throw out there for people. But I really feel like barbecue and Super Bowl go together, especially when you have a team from Kansas City that's playing. That's why we're going the, the BBQ route. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I don't actually eat ribs, but I do eat wings. They're my favorite food. I think they're like the number one food group. Salad, like Caesar salad, chocolate chip cookies and wings and nachos. Those are like my top four Those. all the time foods. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mentioned I hike a lot. Yeah. Um, so I like them really hot too. But you know what? I've been having trouble. Well, not me. I don't cook. We We all know this. Like this is not my thing. I will say anybody who's listening, Father's Day is coming up. I'm going to remind you, I bought my husband a smoker, like a good one over the pandemic. And it was the best thing I ever did for our marriage and for him because now he cooks and I don't have to worry about it. And That's the, so and the hot wings are smoky and delicious. But I will say I'm looking for a good Kansas City style barbecue sauce, mm. like you mentioned, but one that doesn't have high fructose corn syrup and a lot of junk in it because hello, I'm still living in SoCal. Um, and I got to balance out those Doritos. Yep. So, so if anyone has tweet at me, at Evan, let me know, Kansas city style barbecue, no HFC. I love it. I love it. Please send it to me too. Just cause I need to be on top of this as well. Rosie will want me to bring that advice home as well at Daniel Dopp on Twitter. All right. So are you excited? Are you excited to have this game? Like, obviously it's easy to be like, I'm, I'm stoked for the super bowl to be here, but are you more excited that the super bowl is going to be here? Or do you feel like this is one of those things? Actually, Kyle, I'm going to, can I bring Kyle in for this, David? Do you mind if I do that? All right, Kyle, I'm going to ask you this question. Sure. Are you more excited for the Super Bowl to be here? Or are you bummed knowing that we only have one football game left before we've got to take a massive multi-month long break until we get football back? I'm excited for it. But that's because I have basketball in the meantime. So I, oh, I that's you know, fair. but I am bummed football's ending. And then my Packers aren't playing in that game. So, like, I've, I've been moved on to next season for a while here. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Two best teams. We got the game we deserve. I'm, I'm looking forward to Sunday. I, I think I'm, look, I'm more excited than I am bummed. Liz, what about you? When you look at the Super Bowl on either, direct, on either side of this, like, are you, do you fall on one side or the other, the emotional, uh, emotional palette here? No, I think part of the reason that football is the most watched professional sport is because we don't have a giant long season like we do in baseball and basketball. You know, you got to savor the moments. And so I love, I am super excited and I love that there's kind of a layoff. Also, the NFL does a great job at providing a 365 year long product. So it's not like we're not going to be occupied with free agency and then the draft and then 
pre-fantasy stuff. So I am excited for this game, and I don't mind missing it a little bit so that it feels all the more special come August slash September. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the best things about those work trips, Liz, is like you get a little bit of time to be able to miss somebody and then you come back home and it's like, I missed your face. I'm so excited you to know. see you. Right. I, I, I totally get that yep. a little bit. All right. So speaking of the Super Bowl, let's just dive right into this. We got two incredible quarterbacks. We got Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts going toe to toe with each other. Which of these two quarterbacks going into next season as a fantasy manager would you draft ahead of the other are you going Jalen Hurts or are you going Patrick Mahomes so I don't like hedging I usually like to give a decisive fairly bold answer but the my answer is whichever one is cheaper is the one I'm taking if Patrick Mahomes doesn't win this Super Bowl I imagine the market will dip on him and I will scoop that a hundred percent If Jalen Hurts doesn't make it, uh, isn't, you know, the Super Bowl MVP at the end of Sunday night, then probably there might be a – I think it's more likely, though, that there will be a dip in Patrick Mahomes' market, and so I would buy that dip. Probably Mahomes is still the answer. I think he's going to be more affordable. You know, it's interesting because I feel the same way, and it's not because I don't love Jalen Hurts. Everything that he did this year was freaking incredible. We were expecting and hoping that we're going to see something different from him this year, and he – unbelievably delivered on that. But I think that the idea of 5,000 passing yards and 40 touchdowns, I don't want to say it just feels like a given for Patrick Mahomes, but it sort of feels like, yeah, that's just what Patrick Mahomes is going to do on pretty much every given season. And he did it without, without Tyreek Hill this year. He did it with, with Travis Kelsey and only a handful of people. So when I look at these two, you know, all of the touchdown regression that I think could potentially come from Jalen Hurts because he had double digit rushing touchdowns. I, I've, there's a part of me that while I know that he's going to keep doing that, I just feel like Mahomes is the safer bet. And like you said, possibly going to be even cheaper because of all the hype surrounding Jalen Hurts and what happens in this game. So I think I'm with you on that, but it's going to be a really fun question heading into 2023 because the top of that quarterback board it's going to be really fun to try to decipher, to figure out, all right, we all waited on quarterbacks last year. We're not going to do it again this year. So how is the top of the board going to play out here in 2023? I mean, we would have to see, right? I think that's everybody's New Year's resolution fantasy-wise is to not wait so long on quarterback. And then, of course, if everybody is on that, you want to zag where everyone's zigging. So we'll, we'll see. I think there will be some very informative mock drafts come June. Travis Kelsey, Liz, because he's another guy that we talked about where it's like, all right, It was Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews this year. And now Travis Kelsey, spoiler alert, we made it to the end of the year. Tight end one by a wide margin. Actually, Kyle, I've got, uh, I think you have some numbers for me. Tight end one to tight end two is, is how many points do you have that? 100.9 point difference between Kelsey and your guy Hawkinson. All right. And then from tight end to 109 points between tight end two and tight end what? What's that gap there? It was just under that 99.8 points separated tight end two which was Hawkinson to tight end 19 which was Zachary to miss seven games tight end 19 Liz as our tight end whisperer why do we not just draft Travis Kelsey in the first round every single year that's unreal because you are potentially missing out on an elite receiver or a value running (sighs) back and you can listen to me and stream every week and not take someone until the deep double-digit rounds. Ooh, That's all right. the answer. So I, don't th- I think the answer is, if you want security at the position, absolutely. Look, Travis Kelsey is going to be 34 in October. I love the Libra vibes. I'm, as a fellow elder millennial, leaning into it. Yes, if you want to take Travis Kelsey probably at what, like the 10 spot? 
uh, on the uh, in your yep. first round and you want the security at the other at an otherwise volatile position, do it. But then I'm not messing with this like fourth round, maybe top tier tight end, fifth round situation. It's either Travis Kelsey or I'm streaming at the bottom. There is not going to be like a sixth round or fourth round pick for me at the position. Yeah. And there's a lot to be able to figure out. Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson. And what are we going to do with Kyle Pitts? What's he going to look like after what we thought was a really promising rookie season last year was just a really tough one. So heading into his third year, I'm really excited to be able to see what's going to happen for that tight end spot. Travis Kelsey has been the king for a while. I don't know. Seems like he's going to hold on at least for the uh, the draft position within 2023, but we'll see how things work out as we get deeper into the offseason. All right, we're going to talk about some props for the Super Bowl. Liz is going to make you guys some money. Hopefully, she's going to make me some money because I don't even understand all these things. She's going to have to explain a lot of it to me, too. But first, I'm going to pay some bills here real quick. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Well, of course you would. And when it comes to a great rate on insurance, Geico can help like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV, even help with your homeowners or renters coverage, plus add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today, see all the ways that you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. You know, from holiday gatherings and office parties to fireside conversations and championship Sundays, winter means more moments with the coolest people in your life. Make these moments even better with Miller Lite, the great-tasting light beer for people who love beer. A new year is perfect time for friends, family, and great tasting light beer, which means it's Miller time. Dependable flavor means your beer tastes like beer. Since 1975, a year that Liz and I both don't know because we're not that old, Miller Lite has been the beer with the taste that you can depend on. No games, no gimmicks, just a great beer for people who like beer. The right balance between taste and lightness means you get spending more time more time to spend with your drinking friends and less time thinking about what you're drinking. Because when you're having a great time, you'll reach for a beer that's reliable. Miller Lite, great taste, 96 calories. Go to MillerLite.com slash FFF to find delivery options near you, or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere. They sell beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin's 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. All right, Liz Loza, we are talking... Props that pop, and I want to ask you very directly about the first one. I'm going to look down at my sheet. It says, team to score first wins the game. So I'm taking from this, whoever scores first, the bet is that team will also win the game. Break down how I'm even supposed to quantify how to look at this, Liz. Please, You are my Obi-Wan Kenobi here. Please teach me everything. <laughs> I have three days. I got you, friend. All right. First of all, let's set the stage. Let's set the stage here. The over-under on this game, 50 and a half points. So pretty high scoring. Mm -hmm. The spread, one and a half favoring Philly. So the Eagles are expected to win by two or more points if you believe the Eagles are winning and you want to win the bet, right? So Daniel, I'm going to ask you to choose your fighter here. Okay. Forget forget the spread. If you're betting money line, one of these teams to One of these teams to win is what I'm going to assume the end of that sentence was going to be. And I'm going to bring in Kyle here while we make sure that Liz gets reconnected because I'm taking the Eagles in this one. F say all the things that you want to say. Like, I understand all the awesomeness that I just talked about Patrick Mahomes and how much I love him. But the Eagles defense and everything that that offense has been with Jalen Hurts, I still want the Eagles. Kyle, which side is it? Just until we get Liz back, which side do you want on this one? I, I think I agree with you. Like, I went to college in Pennsylvania. got a lot of Philly fans out that way, and I'd love to see them happy. 
it scares the bejesus out of me to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, yes. But I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like the Eagles are better, I think. I got to keep riding that momentum wave that Mike Clay says doesn't no exist momentum. for his I'll team. I'll stand up for Mike here. There's no <laughs> such thing as momentum. And if there's momentum, the best quarterback in planet Earth probably has it. Probably so. does have it. All right, Liz, I think that you are back with us. Please, I think that the Eagles are going to be the team that if I was going to take one, that's where I would go here. All right. So you are leaning in on the Eagles. That means if you were just to place a money line bet on the Eagles, it's at minus 125. So they're the favorite to win money line. The odds, though, if you do this first score to win the game is much better. So you get more money. And it's an interesting bet because if the Eagles score first and win the game, you win more money. And the Eagles are 12-2 and two this season when scoring first. So that Ooh. means... They have scored first and won in 12 of 14 contests, 12 of 13 when Jalen Hurst was the quarterback. Now, if you are an Eagle, if you're a Kansas City supporter, and I know we're all uh, waffling a little bit because of everything that Kyle just said, but the Kansas City Chiefs, you can still choose your fighter and it can be Mahomes with this bet because they are 12 and 0 this season when scoring first. Mm. Yeah. So there's a bet for anybody here, and this bet is paying out at better odds than a standard money line bet. So there's some real data here that whichever team lands the first punch is also going to be hoisting the Lombardi at the end of four quarters. I'll tell you what, if I'm taking, and tell me if you think this is ridiculous, but if I'm taking Kansas City plus 210, team to score first and win the game, I'm also putting something down on Patrick Mahomes' MVP because I'm almost positive that if the Chiefs win this, it's because of what Patrick Mahomes, I can't, the pathway to someone else getting MVP while the Chiefs do all those things just seems so astronomical, right? You're doing it. This is the whole thing. You got to make a choice and build a story. Kyle and I talk about this all the time. It's kind of the conceit of my props that pop article. You make a choice. You you find a narrative that you believe in, that the data supports, not just a pie in the sky thought. And then you have to kind of build your bets accordingly. And you can set up some really sweet parlays. You mentioned... Patrick Mahomes, well, I think that part of that is also the next one I want to talk about is Juju Smith-Schuster. So I will say right now that I am in on the Eagles, but that's because I am in on the Eagles' number one ranked passing defense, a defense that recorded 70 sacks on the season. Wow. Now, we know that that pass rush is going to be coming in hot on Patrick Mahomes which means he is going to need a safety valve in the short to intermediate passing game. And, oh, hello, there's Juju Smith-Schuster at over three and a half receptions. It looks good to me. He has averaged 4.9 catches per season, uh, 4.9 catches per game over the season and 58.3 yards over the season. He's dot has also dipped by 25% since week 11, which means he has been in closer proximity to Patrick Mahomes. So if you think the Eagles pass rush is legit and that defenses win championships and that is why you are on the Eagles, then Patrick Mahomes is going to need a safety valve. That's been Juju Smith-Schuster, number one in terms of wide receivers garnering targets. Obviously, Travis Kelsey besting him, but Travis Kelsey's not a wide receiver. Yeah. So the volume should stay steady. Also, Nicole Hardman on IR. Kadarius Toney still dealing with ankle and hamstring issues was yeah. limited in practice on Wednesday. That's what I was going to say. And part of this bet is because of that, right? We saw that Nicole Hardman on IR not going to play. And obviously, Kadarius Toney. Yep. I have been so excited 
excited. I've, I've wanted so many times for Kadarius Tony to work out and just be the guy. He brings so much talent to what could be an unbelievable situation where this team has been looking for a wide receiver to literally step in and just be the guy. And it has not happened. So Juju Smith-Schuster over three and a half reception, still a little bit of, that's still a little tough for me. Juju has not been fantastic. Uh, this like, I feel like in this postseason here, but when we're at a spot, like you're saying, Liz, no Nicole Hardman, no Kadarius Tony, you're going to have to be able to find a way to do some of these things. I think I like this Juju Smith Schuster more than probably I would taking somebody else like an MVS or, cause I feel like that's more of a dart throw, um, in this chief's offense, mm-hmm. because I, I never know. I mean, he can have that six for 111 and two touchdowns, but he can also have one catch for seven yards when you look at MVS. So I like this, the idea that Juju would get a little bit more involved, but you did talk about the defense for the Eagles. Do you have any defensive props that you feel comfortable with, or do we stick to the offensive side of the football? Building the same story here. Okay. I'm looking at defense. Also, it's not a really popular prop. You got to find the ones that aren't super juiced, right? Because okay. those are the ones that'll like give you a better payout. Hassan Reddick over three and a half tackles. Now he averaged three tackles per game during the season, but if you look at his usage over the playoffs, I think that number could go up. Obviously, there are higher stakes. It's going to be a higher scoring game. The juice is going to be there, like the, you know, the excitement juice, not just the betting juice. But I think, you know, when you look at his, like I was saying, he hasn't been used in coverage over the past three games particularly. In fact, out of 113 total snaps over his past three contests, he has been used in coverage just twice, which means he's closer to the line of scrimmage. And if he's closer to the line of scrimmage, well, then the odds are better for him snatching a tackle. Absolutely. I love that, being able to find something like this, over three and a half tackles here. And like you said, trying to find some things that other people maybe aren't looking at here. So I'm very much in on this. Wasn't Hassan Reddick, how many sacks did he have? I swear, he had a sack off the edge last game. Do I I not remember at, at least one, if not two sacks? Or am I thinking of somebody else here, Liz? No, he's had, I, uh, Dar- I believe he's had, forget the forget the um, tackles. I think he's had, is it six sacks in nine of his last games? Yeah. Something I, like this? I remember him specifically, and our director has confirmed this. I remember him coming off the edge, uh, specifically with Brock Purdy, and then a couple other times in that uh, 49ers game where he was just on a mission. So very much love that, Hassan Reddick. Liz, I have got a few props as well. Do you mind if I share them? They're mm-hmm. not quite as scientific as yours. First, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a little thing here from DraftKings, but then we're going to dive into mine. You're going to let me know what it is that you like from my props. But are you getting ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action that you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time to see what prop bet will be boosted. That's 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code FFF, new customers only. Uh, they can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code FFF. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions av- apply. Void in Ohio. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. 
gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Void in Ohio and Ontario. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Deposit, parlay, and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. All right, Liz, here's what matters. The coin flip. What's it going to be? And I know what it is. As a tight end fan, I've got to go with tails never fails, right? Tight ends, tails, that's what I've got to do. So I'm going with tails here because we've got our tight end whisperer on the show. It's got to be what it is. Would you gonna, like? Would you choose tails or heads if you're going to pick one of these two? Well, you know I am always living in peach season. I love that, especially with the best Travis Kelsey in this game. So, yes, let's go with tails. All right, love it. All right, first touchdown score for me. I'm, this, I'm going A.J. Brown here. I'm going to break the mold. A.J. Brown has not been the guy that I was hoping he was going to be in these playoffs, and that is going to change here in the Super Bowl. It's also in part because I need like eight fantasy points in order to win a big league that I'm in with Liz in, or, in order to bring home uh, uh, our big fantasy Kevin Pulsifer invitational first uh, ever. I don't even know what the name of it is. Do you know what the name of it is, Liz? Something like that? My work, my work postseason fantasy league. That's what it is. Thank you. That's a fantastic title. <laughs> That's so much better. Uh, but I'm going with AJ Brown. I don't really have a big reason other than I want to just like, I'm picking a guy that I feel like I don't think it's going to be a goal line drive in my head. I see the Eagles coming out and being able to attack the chiefs through the air. And so I'm picking one of these two wide receivers. I decided to go with Brown over Smith, but um I don't know. First touchdown score is always a tough one, but it pays out really big if you hit it. What about... Well, first of all, I love this because... I love this. Let me just say I love it because you're still in alignment with the story you were telling earlier, right? Like you were in on the on the Eagles to win, therefore score first, and you automatically, without knowing what I was going to present, um, believe that it would be the touchdown scored. So... Like you're following the story, you're building the narrative and you're investing in it. So I love that. And I would love to see A.J. Brown score the first touch. And I would also love to see Jalen Hurts and the Eagles come out aggressive and answer via the air, which Mm. has been the question mark around Hurts specifically for, you know, the length of his career, frankly. Yeah, they had one. A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts left one on the field. A.J. Brown had a, was was open on a go route and he just hurts through him, overthrew him by just a little bit. So I think we can get there hopefully in this game in the Super Bowl. What about the first Rihanna song at halftime? <clears throat> Girl Better Have My Money. Um, I think is what I want to go okay. with there. Um, I don't know. I don't know how. I, do, do you know that? Do you know that specific track from Rihanna? Blank I'm, better I'm have familiar, my money. Sure. Okay. Um, I'm messed with Riri. Yeah. Don't act like you forgot, Liz. All right. Here's the thing. It just comes out. It's so aggressive. <laughs> it's early, Rihanna. I'm pumped. I'm really excited to see what Riri's going to do. And like Rosie is a huge Rihanna fan. So this one's going to be a really fun one. Her and I went through her entire list when Presley gave me this and it was like, all right, who's the first Rihanna song? What's the first Rihanna song going to be? We went through her entire catalog. Did you know that Rihanna has like a thousand songs that are good? All of them. Like that's the, this is the problem. I couldn't hardly pick one because all of her songs are amazing. And I didn't realize it until I went through like, this is Rihanna on Spotify. And I was like, I can't, I can't choose here. If you had to pick one, do you have one that comes to the top of your head that you would choose? Diamonds. I was going to, that's going to be diamonds. my number two. She, yeah. 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 I could see that. That would be a good one too. That'd be a good one too. Uh, Gatorade color. I went with orange here on Gatorade color in part because 
if the Chiefs do win, I think the Gatorade color will be orange. So I'm hedging my bets a little bit because, you know, Chiefs and orange a little bit. No, are they red? What color are they? Red. What are you doing? It's red. If you think the Chiefs are going to win, it's red. All right, guys. Hey, let's make fun of the colorblind guy that can't see colors properly. No big deal. (laughs) To me, the Chiefs very much look orange rather than red, but it's okay. All right. Now I've learned something. Wish someone would have told me before that they are red and not orange, but no big deal. But also, how do you not go green here? If you're going AJ Brown and we're going Eagles, you got to go green. They don't have green Gatorade, do they? I've never seen green Gatorade. I thought it was like blue and and red and and yellow. Isn't that it? No, green is definitely a Gatorade color. Green is a Gatorade color for sure. I don't know. Kyle, can we bring in? I got to bring in Kyle here to break the tie here. Kyle, is green a Gatorade color? I'm looking for it. We're looking at, I mean, you've got the staples here. I feel like your Gatorade choice is a little dated here. There's more than just three, but um, I'm still looking for green. <laughs> I, I mean, we've got that. like frost, icy, which is like a, yeah, that, that kind of flavor. I'm not, let's see, dark green comes up. Well, okay. Dark green. Yeah. I'm seeing it like a watermelon situation. I'm going to give Liz the benefit of the doubt here. Dang it. Liz always gets it. I never get the freaking benefit of the doubt. Green All apple. Right. Well, cool. You just called like I'm. I'm gonna get like a notification from HR for calling out the colorblind guy. So I think we're even. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's right. At Liz Loza underscore FF. Um, no, but seriously. <laughs> Uh, all right. I, I I didn't realize I didn't pick green because I didn't think green was an was an option. I was thinking of like the staples, orange, red, blue, you know that kind of stuff. But I'll I, like I'll gladly go green if that's an option. Knowing that I have if it's a one that I can pick, I do think the Eagles are going to win. And then my final score, my final score for the Super Bowl, if I'm picking, is Eagles thirty one behind an AJ Brown touchdown. Wow. Chiefs 30. I'm going with 61 points scored here. I'm taking the over on 50 and a half or whatever it is. What about you, Liz? Are you, where are you at on this? I am also taking the over, but I was thinking like, maybe it's not high enough. I was thinking like 27, 25, just because the Eagles passing defense is so good. And that secondary is so shut down and outside of Travis Kelsey and Juju Smith-Schuster, like, what kind of receivers does Patrick Mahomes have? Like, is it going to be Jared McKinnon who shows up finally after being pretty quiet over the postseason? Like, there's got to be. Also, but Andy Reid is, like, so stinking creative. Like, are we going to do do around the field into some sort of scoring pattern? Like, this is a really intriguing game. I think we're both in on the over. I don't know if I would honestly take um, – I think I'd probably place a money line bet before I would, like, mess with – the odds here because it's just too close. It's yeah. I just hope both teams have fun. Really, I think is where I'm at on yeah. that one, Liz. That's what I said. Yeah. Is that was Oh, I look said. at that. No way. <laughs> That's so fantastic. I love that. Kyle, what about you? Which side you take in here? Do you have a score for this game as we round this out? Yeah, I'm uh Mike I'm missing Mike Clay. We saw him at bowling, but you know, missing him otherwise. I'm gonna go twenty seven point six for the birds, twenty three point wow. nine for the Chiefs. Wow. All right. I like it. So we're going Eagles here, basically across the board. I got one final question for you, Liz Loza. Does Rob Gronkowski make his field goal? Oh, yeah, he definitely does. I don't think it's that hard. I'm going to be honest. How far is he kicking from? Do we know the distance that Gronk's field goal is supposed to be from? I'm not even sure the distance that it's supposed to be. And you just said kicking a field goal is not hard. Is that right? I do it. Yeah. I mean, so again, here, here, no, I don't think, I don't think it is because I'll tell you what. 
My, again, I can't believe I mentioned my husband this many times on the show, but him and his buddies had this stupid bet that he would not be able to score a field goal. And um, they went to like a local high school. And my husband's like, love him. Didn't marry him for his physique. Like not the most fit guy. Definitely not a professional athlete. Good credit score though. You know, that's important. (laughs) And he, he beamed that ball through the uprights with like no issues. And I don't think that man has been in a weight room for a decade. So I I think that Gronk's going to be able to do it. I hear a couple things out of this story. One, your husband not only makes sure that there's food for the children, has great credit, but also underneath everything is a secret superhero athlete. It's what I'm finding out about your husband, Liz. Sounds like there's a lot that he's bringing to the table. He is deceptively athletic and perhaps all of the pelotoning has really bolstered those calves and hammies. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. If he's not kicking field goals, hopefully it would be like a thick six or something like that. I say that in in all the love in the world uh, when it comes to it. Kyle, though, how far is this Rob Gronkowski field goal supposed to be? This is a 25-yarder for Gronk. Oh, my gosh. I I think it's harder than Liz is making it. She may have married a super athlete. I think that might be what it is. I think, Liz, (laughs) your brain thinks that it's not hard because you've watched your husband do it with ease. That's why. It's true. That's what it is. Yeah. Do you think that you could kick a 25-yard field goal? No. Are you? I'm 5'2". No. My shoe height doesn't. Absolutely not. You don't. Well, then where to tie your shoelaces? There's so many things I think I have to teach you about kicking a football (laughs) before we even get there. I think that's part of the problem why you're not kicking field goals, Liz. All right. That's going to do it for us. Well, I was fine. No, no, please, Liz, please, please tell me more about kicking field goals. I want to hear about it. I was just imagining not wearing sneakers. I was imagining wearing platforms. That's why. Mm, got it. That makes sense. That makes sense. I would probably have to change my cleats. I'd have to find something fun there. Anyways. This has been a fun show. Liz, thanks for hanging out with me. Kyle, too, in the back room. Sorry to make you sit in the other room, Kyle, but we love you as well. Thank you so much for everyone still hanging out with us. Go check out Liz's Props to Pops column available right now on ESPN.com. We will be back next week to be able to break down everything that we saw from the Super Bowl. That podcast is going to be on Tuesday, which is going to be a ton of fun. So we will be back with a full crew On behalf of Liz and Kyle, everybody up in the production studio that you don't get to see, we love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget to love each other. Please be kind to yourself today. We can't wait to see you next week. Enjoy this weekend. Have fun at the Super Bowl. Be nice to each other. We'll see you then. Not a mystery, the one that we depend on for all our podcast needs. Graduate, full sell you, Alliance fan through and through. With the hippest beard, I'm telling you. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One.